everyone, welcome to PBV Pod. I'm Steve Johnson, and today I'm talking with Dr. Jason Hodgson. Jason, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. It's been a while. Yes, it has. We've been busy. I think our last one was in May or June, our last podcast. Yeah, right as we were getting into summer. Yeah, so a lot's happened since then, so let's start there. Uh, what's new with PBVU? A lot of exciting changes. Um, that I guess to start with, the newest uh, change is... Um, going into the next learning cycle uh, and everything that we've been learning from the first go-round, the first implementation process, the first reflections, all part of that learning cycle. So the, the newest things are just a real refinement of um, what is an implementation and what is expected uh, during that reflection process. So for us, uh, had a great meeting with Collaborative Work Group, uh, recently got just really strong feedback on how we can improve uh, and because it's a program designed uh, by teachers and for teachers uh, it's uh, it's been great to work uh, collaboratively to do that. Great. Has anything changed as far as our online presence is concerned? So uh, we've completely redone the the website which is uh, bit.ly forward slash pbvu with capital U and then dash pd. Uh, that website has uh, been completely overhauled, so now each learning cycle has its own tab. And during those uh, learning cycles, you'll have the opportunity to go to summer or winter. Uh, and then also, if you're unclear about where things are at, um, there's new tabs along the top of that website. So highly recommending uh, folks check that out if they're interested in basically anything about uh, when events are happening or uh, what's new at PBVU. So uh, one of the things that people are probably wondering about is uh, where will they register and will it be the same process as the summer sessions? So yeah, registration is going to be very similar uh, to summer and if you didn't register in summer uh, the basic idea is using the Google platform. So we'll send out an email to uh, both the uh, Gmail accounts and the .NET accounts uh, for all staff, for all teachers, instructional staff, uh, to um, to register, and that's going to open uh, late October, uh, sometime around the fourth week in October. We're um, going to send that out, uh, and then we'll quickly turn that around and uh, get uh, the next round going uh, late November after the the different holidays. So registration will be coming fast, yeah, late October, like you corner. said. Yeah. Uh, then late November sessions start. Mm -hmm. So when will the planning for these sessions begin? You know, it's uh, yesterday. Uh, we we actually just started. Uh, we had I think seventy one interested uh, teachers to be facilitators this go around, first time, uh, which is just a huge uh, uh, positive sign for us in terms of new. Um, new ideas, those wanting to add. Uh, we had great, uh, let's say, turnout already from our facilitators and instructors. Um, so we've got a leadership team for each content area. And each of those leadership teams makes up uh, one or two or three particular courses that might be needed for this particular cycle. Um, each of them work with data. So what is what are the teachers saying is important and needed right now, uh, as well as what does the district believe is currently some of our top priorities. 
And so we balance both of those uh, and the leadership team um, from within the team develops the course or courses and then also determines um, who will be the instructor uh, and the facilitators. So uh, folks that are interested in doing that are joining the leadership teams. Um, and in addition to that, we're, uh, another new piece that's been added is uh, a sample lesson plan and sample slides. So as the teams are developing their courses, um, as they begin working on those presentations and the protocols, um, we are helping them to understand um, some of the best practices, um, still allowing them to be creative and, and design their own um, learning, uh, but helping them to understand the flow of the day much better than we did uh, in summer. So uh, regarding the leadership teams, we've got really three uh, different groups that you talked about. We have the leadership teams and the ones that are planning the sessions. Mm -hmm. We have facilitators who will be facilitating sessions and then instructors who may be facilitating as well. Um, That's correct. So, there's, so what's kind of the philosophy behind the leadership teams? Uh, as far are those going to be a set number of people, certain people all the time? Do we want that to be more something that grows and that a lot of people are involved in? Uh, so the, kind of the core philosophy on leadership teams is we are developing uh, really a group of, of individuals who are committed to growing a, a body of work, whether it's in mathematics, whether it's in language arts, uh, and what we mean by growing the body of work is um, being current and being relevant to the specific need. So if it's, let's say, the, the mathematics leadership team, um, we would love for that group to stay together and work collaboratively over the course of the year. Um, it needs to be um, focused enough uh, to, uh, to be able to uh, develop content. Um, the size of it, though, um, will probably vary depending on the different needs. So, for example, if the team has 10 members, um, but we need to develop four different courses, we may look to those who are interested in joining as facilitators but haven't had, let's say, room or space to, to add them. Uh, and then we would love to have them join us to help facilitate those extra courses. Um, so there's, there's not a, sp a specified size for a leadership team. Some are five, uh, some are 12 or 13. Um, the key piece really is looking for those teachers um, who are already um, seen on their campuses as um, being successful with a, a particular skill or strategy um, and they're willing to share with others. Um, and you know, the, the real basic needs are um, classroom experience. Uh, we'd love to have brand new teachers, um, but we're looking for those that have been in the classroom more than three years. Um, and again, going back to the idea of ultimately um, a group that's developing the work um, as kind of um, a core body that helps support our district uh, and all the various uh, differentiated needs for each subject area. And if people want to find out more about this, they can go to another website we have, which Correct. is the the bit.ly, we'll all just say the URL, it's bit.ly forward slash pbvu team site. 
and that's all lowercase. Yes. Yeah. I'll I'll put all of this in the show notes. Okay. Too, so Fabulous. we'll have that. But um, but that has a lot of the the great information you just shared is also on the site, yeah. and some of the steps they'll be going through to create sessions. Yeah. One other thing you mentioned earlier too were uh, lesson plan templates, and then even a Google slideshow template yes. that we've created. Mm-hmm. Um, and re- regarding the the follow up activities, how will that help bring clarity to the follow up activities? Um, that people will be participating in this next professional learning cycle? The way that we're designing it currently for this new learning cycle is so that the instructors and facilitators who are delivering the content and facilitating those learning cycles, um, so that during the design process, um, they understand kind of the norms of um, the amount, uh, let's say, or the rigor, the level of rigor. Uh, so, for example, um, this first go-around, some implements were um, uh, learning strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, some were full case studies. And the difference in the level of rigor between those two um, sometimes could have been, um, let's say, greater than it was desired to be, mm-hmm. uh, the vision. Uh, but that's something we're learning. Mm-hmm. It's something that we're going, uh, that this current cycle, we're helping support the design um, so that as the implementation process occurs, facilitators are very clear, uh, much more clear uh, than last time on um, exactly what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So Google Classroom has been um, surprisingly uh, a very effective platform so far uh, in terms of uh, creating dialogue, uh, allowing um, different um, kind of back and forth activity uh, between the facilitators and the learners. Yeah, you actually mentioned something in our meeting yesterday regarding Google Classroom mm-hmm. and some of the doors it's opened up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share any of that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, I'm, uh, that I've been sharing with several people is um, when we designed the model, um, the hope was that we'd have conversations that are ongoing about learning. Our purpose is to be leading with learning. Uh, and what's unique about us is we're focused on the implementation and the reflection process. Um, If we're going to be the best in the nation, which is our vision, um, we have to have um, an ongoing learning process occurring. And um, Google Classroom has just been uh, a really really sweet surprise for us because what we're able to do as teachers and facilitators in those classrooms is you're actually witnessing the day-to-day feedback of someone mentioning to another teacher in the same classroom, that was an amazing uh, activity you shared. I loved it in my classroom. My kids loved it. Uh, And so online, we're seeing lots of these examples come in on classrooms, all the 47 different classrooms that are active right now. Um, uh, And I think I was sharing with you uh, before we started Uh, Just last night in the parking lot, uh, after one of our uh, trainings, um, a teacher shared with me um, just an incredible story. She said, I've been working with this colleague for 10 years in in the same school site, and we have a great friendship, um, but this is the first time that we've ever talked about what we're doing in the class. Mm -hmm. And she said, because we're talking about what we're implementing, it's allowed us, it's opened those doors for us to, to have a conversation about how it's working in our classrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, 
um, that's, a, that's about as good as it gets if we're focused on learning. Yeah, it's difficult to collaborate with colleagues throughout the week, let alone colleagues throughout a district. Yeah. But um, as we see the emails sent back and forth since we're teachers in all of these Google Classrooms, yes. uh, we can see all the great collaboration, yeah. encouragement, messages being sent forth between facilitators and participants. Uh, it's, been, it's been really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Really, really just cool. very excited about it. So just a couple more things before, okay. we, uh, before we end this. Uh, status of the individual learning plans, the ILPs. Uh, what's uh, going on with that right now? Learning plans are well underway. Uh, I think we're on our fifth iteration of the plan. Right. Um, had some, uh, again, very strong positive feedback from the collaborative work group. Um, the principals group, uh, the cabinet uh, has also been involved in that. Um, so we're looking for a spring rollout um, currently, meaning that training would, um, for all teachers, would most likely begin um, sometime after the new year. Um, and then we're looking at a soft window for rollout. So, for example, um, the current cycle are all core builders, as the contract dictates, meaning that one does not need a learning plan to register. Going forward, the hope is that those will, those will um, dovetail with learning plans and so meaning you would need to put in your learning plan what um, your areas of or area of growth might be for the year um, so that we hope is going to be ready for summer of 19 2019 and the soft rollout would be um, you'll have um, let's say April and May um, to work on your learning plan if you intend to take courses over the summer and if not, if you just plan to start the fall, uh, you have um, something to the effect of, let's say, the first five or six weeks of school to get that learning plan completed. Uh, and the process we're looking at uh, is to have each uh, school site, each principal, with their own classroom, um, specifically devoted to their teacher's learning plans. And so it would just be a back and forth, uh, a continual kind of turn in and and resubmit process between teachers and principals um, of um, just uh, conversation. This is what I'm learning, this is what I'm excited about, and uh, principals being able to um, make comments about um, what their goals are and, and their expectations for teachers. Mm -hmm. um, have principals shared the ILPs, uh, the drafts that we've done? Um, with teachers yet? Not yet. Okay. No, that's yeah. the, the next step. That'll be the next step. The next step. So coming is, soon. Yeah, coming soon is yeah. to demo it in classroom. Mm -hmm. uh, so with us as a district office and the principals. Okay. Um, so allowing them to go through the process of right. uh, opening a plan and submitting a plan and then um, collecting feedback of live interaction mm -hmm. uh, and then getting it out to coaches um, and then eventually to teachers. So the last thing, um, people always like to hear about the books that people are reading. Yeah. There's one specifically you've been sharing with our team. Um, we've been reading excerpts here and there. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you want to share that one. But are there any books that if someone's like, you know, I really want to read something that I think would be helpful that you're either reading now or read that's kind of on your mind recently? Mm. Anything um, that could be one or more. Um, I'm looking at the advantage right there. That's what I was referring to. But uh, yeah. 
but um, I think what's been on my mind most um, during this um, development of PBBU is creating clarity uh, for our, all of our all of our needs and, and roles. Um, it really hit home to me uh, when Dr. Silverberg talked about um, the health of an organization, having healthy organizations, uh, and uh, and some of that content came from Patrick Lencioni's The Advantage, uh, and basically what he talks about in the book is um, you can have all kinds of different personalities and all kinds of different models and systems um, but fundamentally if you don't know um, what's expected uh, and what you specifically should be doing within your organization um, what are those real key points of why I wake up in the morning the purpose um, and um, you know the specific what he calls anchors, strategic anchors. Um, if we're not clear on those, we can get ourselves involved in all sorts of different activities. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that's kind of what's um, floating around in my mind, I'll say. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking forward to uh, working through the book Culturize uh, with our um, coaches right. uh, the next couple months uh, and uh, kind of going back through some of those main points. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. All right, is there anything I forgot? Any other questions or anything else that came up in your mind as we were talking? You know, I think the other thing that's uh, I don't want to leave out is um, just the role of uh, you and Kathy Josephson and, and Amy Villacano. Um, I'm slipping the money over to Jason <laughs> right now. It's, uh, we, have, we have an incredible infrastructure that's been built um, with what you are doing and with Kathy are doing with um, all of our facilitators and our instructors in terms of the depth of the PD, the transparency, all of it is online, all of it's shared and open, uh, and then the background information. So completion rates, how many reflections are being turned in, uh, the data that's being tracked uh, that's available to us as a team to be able to support the learners. So for example, we have about 1,200 learning plans um, total right now from summer. And those are tracked weekly, uh, and we're able to monitor those and to help make sure implementation is successful. Um, so that's a big job. Mm -hmm. uh, you and Kathy and Amy are a huge part of that. And um, it's just been a, a huge blessing, uh, I think almost six months now in the district. Uh, and uh, just truly excited to see the teachers excited about uh, their learning and what they're doing in the classes. All right. Well, Jason, thanks for this. I'm yeah. sure we'll do another podcast soon. Yeah, hopefully sooner than uh, the last time. Yeah, and yeah. we'll definitely have more information on our websites, which will be in the show notes. Yes. As lo along with everything else you shared today. Yeah. And until uh, next time. Yes, thank you. Did we get it? <laughs>